Is something missing from your massage practice? Are you interested in sharing your passion for self-care and body wisdom with a wider audience? With Yo Massage, you can use light to medium touch, gentle stretch, and mindfulness to serve up to 10 clients in one affordable session. Yo Massage allows you to make more money in less time by using an innovative new modality that is easy on your body and allows you to bring therapeutic touch to more clients. Yo Massage is conducting trainings all over the U.S. in 2019. Find a Yo Massage therapist training near you and be part of the next big thing. Visit massagebusinessblueprint.com slash yo massage and use the code blueprint for $50 off your training. That's massagebusinessblueprint.com slash yo massage. everyone welcome to the massage business blueprint podcast where we discuss the business side of massage therapy i am Alyssa haynes and i'm michael reynolds and we are here with our guest today katherine parker hello katherine hi and let me guys let me tell you all a little bit about katherine first she is a yo massage co-founder a graduate of the university of texas with a degree in arabic and middle eastern studies she moved to portland with plans to attend law school Uh, decided to not do that and instead opened up a yoga studio. About a year after that, she acquired an even larger yoga studio nearby and is now the owner of Studio PDX. Through the yoga studio, Catherine met Tiffany Ryan and they co-founded this Yo Massage thing in 2018. Catherine, does that cover it? What did I miss? That covers it. Yeah. (laughs) I think you are probably the second person outside of myself. So the third person I know of who started off thinking they were going to get into law and then just trashed that pretty quick before they even I know. (laughs) Yeah. I've met so many people like that. (laughs) I I didn't even get so far as to study for the LSATs. So good on you. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I took it too far. (laughs) So we love to kind of pop through and learn a little bit about the person that's visiting our podcast. So I would love to find out a little bit more about you and specifically, and first, how did you get into yoga? Like one, I mean, you were, you were 22 fresh out of college when you started a studio. So how long had you been doing yoga before that? So actually, um, right after college, I graduated a little bit early and I went back, I went to teach Arabic at another university and I was just trying to figure out what I wanted to do and studying for the LSAT. And, um, I had some more time on my hands and I saw, I started taking yoga classes at the university and they had like a little yoga teacher training program. So I decided to do that as well. And I did the program. I started teaching some classes at the university and it was just kind of a hobby. Um, And then whenever I moved to Portland, I was pretty much just looking for a way to do something else other than go to law school or, you know, work at the law firm because I was absolutely hating it. And so I was like, well, why don't I open up a yoga studio since that's the other skill that I have right now? Um, so that's how I got into it. And so, well, you kind of already answered my next question, which is what is the evolution of your career been like, but you just bounced right into it. <laughs> like, that is amazing. So yeah. what is your, what's your day to day like now? Okay. So my day to day is pretty crazy right now. I, um, I usually teach about one yoga class a day at the studio, Um, I'll do some kind of admin work that I need to do for the studio, just responding to emails or scheduling teachers. Um, But I have about 10 yoga teachers that teach classes at the studio. And most of my time is focused on yoga massage. And we're, you know, we're not even a year into yoga massage and it's growing like crazy. So we're just doing everything we can to, you know, keep it keep it moving. And it's pretty much most of my day is spent working on yoga massage stuff. That's exciting. How many many classes have you taught so far of the yoga massage? Um, So we've taught um, classes like at the studio. We've taught, we've been doing classes for over a year at the studio. Um, But as far as trainings go, we've done a training, a couple, we've done three trainings in Portland now. 
one in Seattle, one in Spokane, Washington, one in Austin, one in Bend, Oregon, and one in LA. And we're traveling to the East Coast for the next couple months. And then we'll take it, we're, we're all over for the, for the rest of the year. I think we have like two or three trainings a month um, for the rest of the year. So it's getting pretty crazy. Well, sweet. So I feel like this is like a silly, this is such a silly question being that you guys are so, you're so at the beginning of your career in so many ways. And I, it's so exciting to see how much you've accomplished so quickly, but what, what's your fantasy gig here? Like if you didn't have to work for money tomorrow, what would you do with the gajillion dollars that someone, that someone hands you? Um, so I would continue to do yo massage. I really love it. I think that it's going to be huge. I think that it's, it's really allowing massage therapists to serve people that wouldn't um, normally be able to get massaged because it allows them, since it's in a group setting, it allows them to um, reach people who, who don't have the money to pay for a one hour massage. Um, and it can reach different populations like people who are, who are recovering from trauma, people, children even, because it's in a clothed environment and a group setting. And I'm, Tiffany and I are just super, super passionate about yo massage. And I think that both of us would answer the question the same way that if we didn't have to work and have another job, we would put everything we have into yo massage. And this episode is sponsored by Yo Massage. If you feel like there is something missing from your massage practice, if you are interested in sharing your passion for self-care and body wisdom with a wider audience, you should think about Yo Massage. With Yo Massage, you can use light to medium touch, gentle stretch, and mindfulness to serve up to 10 clients in one affordable session. Yo Massage allows you to make more money in less time by using an innovative new modality. It is easy on your body and allows you to bring therapeutic touch to more clients. Yo Massage is conducting trainings all over the U.S. like you heard this year, 2019. You can find a Yo Massage therapist training near you by visiting the website you can visit massagebusinessblueprint.com slash yo massage and you can use the code blueprint for $50 off your training. And again, you can visit massagebusinessblueprint.com slash yo massage. And we're excited because Catherine can tell us a little bit about what yo massage really is. So is I'll paint the picture for you. Basically, you'll walk in and um You'll have all of the yoga mats will be set up for you. So each person has a few different props. You have a yoga mat, two bolsters, which are basically like pillows, and two blankets and two blocks. So you go and you go to your mat, and there's probably going to be about five to eight people in the class. There could be less, there could be more, but it's typically around five to eight people. And you'll start off class with a breathing or meditation mindfulness exercise for about five minutes, just something to kind of get you um, in the present moment to start to get in tune with your body. And then you'll move through a series of different um, restorative postures. So these are inspired by restorative yoga postures, but you're in these poses for about five to 10 minutes. So they're super relaxing and it's basically like nap time yoga. Like whenever people hear yoga, they, I think they generally think of like sweating and hatha and vinyasa and moving, but these are like nap time poses. You're basically supported with pillows and blankets and you could fall asleep there. And while you're in this super relaxing, like really gentle stretch, the massage therapist will come around and massage each person for about 60 to 90 seconds. And then you'll switch to a different pose, get massage for 60 to 90 seconds. Um, some classes even have a supporter who's a yoga instructor that will not do any um, tissue manipulation, but they'll do some really light kind of like petting touches or some yoga adjustments to add that extra touch and hands-on time. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 
<laughs> so like, and everyone, I'm also going to include in the show notes, ABMP Massage and Bodywork Magazine did a beautiful spread and they had the cover too. Yo Massage was on the cover uh, of the last issue that I will totally put in the show notes. Everybody can read it for free. It's just beautifully done and you get to see pictures and you get to like learn a lot uh, about Yo Massage as well, as well as at the Yo Massage website. It was really, really impressive. I had heard about it because uh, Linda, one of our premium members, is actually one of your instructors. So I'd heard about it a little bit through her for the last several months, and I know she's on the cover. And I'm just, it just, it's a beautiful photo shoot, first of all. And second, it just looks so interesting. And so it seems like the restorative yoga classes I have been to only 100 times better. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah, and we're so happy with that. Um, feature. Thank you so much for mentioning that. And I hope everyone gets a chance to check it out. And now, and part of the reason why we brought Catherine on is to just geek out people. (laughs) You're going to hear way less from me and probably more from Michael this next bit, because Catherine is actually, aside from all of the things she's already doing, a bit of a Facebook advertising specialist and (laughs) expert. So Catherine has prepared a whole bunch of great information for us about massage therapists using Facebook ads to promote their own practices. And it applies for yoga as well. That's Catherine's background. But um, it's really, it's hard to find Facebook advertising information that's super relevant to our micro businesses. And I was so delighted when we talked to you and you really got it. You got our type of business and what we need. So I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to turn it over to you and teach us, teach us Obi-Wan. Yeah. So um, I'll just preface this by saying that this is going to be a lot of information. So we are following it up with um, a blog post that you can find on Massage Business Blueprint blog. And it's basically going to have all this information. So don't feel like you have to memorize everything that I'm saying. Um, we're also, so I'm going to be taking you through exactly how to set up a Facebook ad and giving you some different ideas. And we'll start with this one template and then over on the Yo Massage blog, I'll give you a couple other templates that you can use. But I think this is a really good place to start and I wanted to keep it really simple and easy for you guys to follow. Um, so that being said, We are going to be talking about Facebook ads to help you promote your local massage business. So Facebook ads are really great for this because you can get really specific with your audience and who you're targeting. So you can target people that are in a one to, you know, 50 mile radius of your business, depending on what, you know, um, your target market is. Um, So what are Facebook ads. They're shown on Facebook, obviously, but they're shown in a lot, there's a lot of different placements that they have on Facebook. In the newsfeed, there's Facebook stories, um, there's like that's the sidebars on Facebook. There's a lot of different places that you can show them within Facebook. Facebook also owns Instagram, so you can have your ads be shown on people's Instagram feeds, Instagram stories, and then Facebook also has publishing partners. These are different news and media outlets that your Facebook ads will be shown on as well. So it's not just Facebook, it's also Instagram and then other news and media outlets. And they're, like I said, they're so awesome for local businesses because you can get super specific and it's kind of creepy specific how, um, what you can do with the audiences. So for example, you could target moms with children's ages five to eight who have just bought a house in a certain neighborhood, or you can target women who have friends who were recently engaged. Like you can get really kind of creepy specific It's fun, but it's also kind of weird. (laughs) Um, And then you can target different interests and and purchasing um, behaviors. So we'll talk about um, what my recommendations are for that, depending on what your niche is. And I know that you guys are really, you always talk about finding your niche. So I'll talk about that whenever we're creating the audience as well. Thank you. You're (laughs) on a whole other level with us. (laughs) 
All right, so what you need to do to get started is you need to have a Facebook account, obviously. Um, and not only just a Facebook account, you have to have a business account. So I'll pro we'll provide a link in the blog post that just shows you how to set up a Facebook business account. If you don't, it's not like a separate account. It's just kind of adding the business account onto your Facebook And by Facebook account, you mean business page specifically? Yeah, business page, and then you'll have like an ad, um, you'll have an ad manager account after that, that will be just attached to your normal Facebook page. So hopefully that makes sense, but there, there'll be a link to that. It sounds uh, weird, but it will totally make sense when there's a link and people understand it. It's just like another layer of adminning your page. Right, exactly. Um, all right, and then I would definitely recommend having a website too. You can run Facebook ads without having a website, but it's just going to be so much better to have a website to take them to. And then you can even start to track the people that go to your website from the Facebook ads and retarget them later. Um, so it's not 100% necessary. If you don't have a website, you can still do Facebook ads, but I would recommend you know, having a website eventually. All right, and then the first thing that we want to set up after you have your business page is setting up your Facebook pixel within your website. This is another thing that it's not 100% necessary, but I do think that it's something that will just take you 10 minutes and it will really help you long term. So basically a Facebook pixel is just something that you put into your website. It's a little bit of code that you'll put into your website and it will help you track people that come to your website through the Facebook ad, so then you can retarget them later. So if someone comes to your um, website but they don't purchase something, you could run a different ad in the future that's retargeting the people who didn't purchase. Um, so that's something that's really cool. It's a little bit more advanced than what we're talking about today, but I just wanted you to keep that in mind for the future. All right. And then before we create an ad, I want you guys to think of a goal that you have in mind for this ad. So um, I know it seems kind of, you know, simple, but it's really important to have clear goals whenever you're making your ad so that you can figure out if it's working or not. So some goals, some three of the main things that you guys will probably consider is getting new clients. So this can be a goal. It's more of a short-term goal to have with your Facebook ads. So maybe you're running a special and you're just trying to get a bunch of people into your business. So that's one type of goal that you could have. And then another type of goal, which is more long-term, is brand recognition. So just trying to get your name out there. So it might not translate directly into making a sale. However, in the future, if these people are wanting to get a massage, they'll recognize you as that person to think about and go to whenever they want to get a massage. So if you're just like looking for clients right now and you want, um, you want to make some sales, then the brand recognition one might not be as glamorous, but I do think that it's really important. But today we are going to be talking about the ad for getting new clients and just getting um, running a special for them. The third type of ad would be like a retargeting ad. So you're retargeting people who have come to your website. But like I said, we'll talk about the getting new clients as our goal. All right. So do you guys have any um, input on like those different types of goals for like brand recognition, getting new clients and then retargeting existing, you know, people who've come to your website? Yeah, I think it's laid out um, very well. I just, I love the fact that you are kind of encouraging people not to just think about the transaction, but to think about building a community and building an audience of people that know about you before you try to ask for the booking. So I think it's right. really important that we don't get too hung up on just, hey, transaction, book now, book now. It's more about, let's try building a relationship first. Right. And as you'll see, we'll talk about later, but Facebook ads are not that expensive. So really running a brand recognition ad is not going to cost you a lot of money and it will help long term with your business. Um, so for this ad, we're going to start with a campaign to help you get new clients and keep them long term. So like Groupon, you know, you can run a really awesome special and probably get tons of clients, but those aren't 
the right types of clients for your business that are going to stay with you long term. So I think the best type of deal that you could give in a Facebook ad to think about having these long term clients is probably like a, a bundle. So I'm thinking a three massage bundle. So you know that these people are going to be committed to you to come to you at least three times instead of just one inexpensive massage that, you know, they're just trying to do for a discount and they're probably not going to come back. They might, but I think three is um, a good starting place, maybe even five. But I would price this between $150 and $200, depending on your area. What do you guys think about that price? Yeah, the number one question that we always get is, how much should I spend? And yeah, that's a, that's a good ballpark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that um, while pricing the, the three massage bundle at like $150 or up to $200. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally misunderstood. You were talking about actually pricing your massage service. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Sorry. I totally was. I was thinking budgeting and how much do you spend on it. So yeah, I was just about to yeah. correct Alyssa no will jump in and give her feedback because she's more qualified so, to answer that question. <laughs> I think that uh, you you don't you don't want to – bring in too many discount seekers. So I absolutely right. agree with your, you want to price it that, so it's a deal, but not a crazy deal. Yeah. I would say, you know, come up, whatever your treatment or is for like three, for three of your services for three visits, I would say take that total amount and maybe for this intro package of three charge like 75 uh, percent of that between 60 and 75% maybe depending on how deep of a discount you want to do. Right. But again, this is a higher ticket item. So it's, it's okay to deeply discount. You just want to do it in a way that isn't so low you get like one off seekers and that's, that won't happen as much when you have a package for three treatments. So for me, my treatments are a hundred dollars each. So I would probably, price a package of three at like 210 or something um 220 but i'm i have you know no, i have very particular like you no know, tipping and pricing policies and stuff so you know if your treatments are normally 60 or 70 dollars each let's say 70 so that's like 20 uh 210 dollars for three then a buck 60 bucks 75 would would totally make sense for that so i say mm -hmm. go between like 60 and 75 percent of what your full price would be for three treatments that was long-winded, sorry. <laughs> yeah, and like that's such a good deal. I think like I, if I saw that on a Facebook ad, I would jump on that. It's a, it's a good deal, even though like you are getting, you're not selling something that's $5 or $50, but you're getting three massages for, you know, probably around $200. <clears throat> I think that you'll find a lot of interest with that. <clears throat> so I don't, you know, you might not get a lot of new customers if you're, doing three massages for like $500. But if you're, I think around the $200 mark, you're still going to find a lot of people who are interested. <clears throat> I absolutely, um, yeah, I absolutely agree. And you want it to be, you know, enough of a deal that people who appreciate body work get it, get that it's a deal, but not so much that you get people who aren't interested in regular body work. And I think that that, that higher price in that package really does that. So I agree. <laughs> okay, so now on to the landing page. So if you don't know what this means, that's okay. The landing page is somewhere that they will go after they click on the ad. So you'll have, whenever you're setting up the ad, the opportunity to put a link to your website or your scheduling page. And this part is really important because if you're offering them this deal and they click on it and then it just takes them to the home page of your website, they're not going to be able, they're not going to know what to do or where to go. And they're probably just going to click out. So it's really important for this to be seamless for the potential new client to get to your website, to get to the offer, to purchase it, and then to schedule. So, so I kind of want to argue with you on this a little bit. Oh, really? Okay. Can I argue with you? Yeah. So, yeah, of course. So you are right. Having a landing page in some cases can, can make a lot of sense. Um, in other cases, though, I find it can confuse people. So if you're, I would argue that if your website is designed in such a way that it's really easy to find the online booking, um, then it should do its job. Now, if you're doing a very specific offer that's you know unique to this ad and it's not easy mm -hmm. to find on your website, it's kind of hidden or something, yeah, that makes sense. But I also don't want to discourage people from using the homepage of their website because if it's a generalized ad and the offer is maybe listed on the homepage or something, 
people might want to actually look around on your website and get to know you before actually booking and going straight to a landing page can sometimes bypass that ease of getting to know you. So I just want to kind of argue a little bit on that, on that point. Maybe we, maybe we can compromise here a little bit and say that you put some information on the landing page that gets people to like know about you, but there's also a clear um, way for them to um, purchase the offer. I also think that um, with the Facebook ads, it's good to have this offer only available to the people who saw it on Facebook so that not just anyone who goes to your website can purchase this offer, just so you can track it a little bit better and know that, okay, I know that everyone who purchased this came from Facebook, so I know this Facebook ad is working. That might be a little bit difficult with the massage scheduling softwares, um, but I think, that, um, I think that that's important. And I actually, I'm a fan of the landing page. If your landing page um, is 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 well designed so that it still has the regular header and menus and all that of your website. Right. Uh, I know sometimes I go to web, like I go to landing pages and they're mm. they're not like the rest of the person's website. And yeah. I have to navigate and then I have to like look at the URL and remove some of the end of it and go to their original oh, website totally. and then find that landing page again. I think a well designed landing page is priceless. So I agree with yeah. you. That Michael is wrong. <laughs> I see I see what you mean with that because I've seen those landing pages that are created on like different websites. I don't like those. I do not like those where it's like a website that allows you to create a landing page but it's not actually part of your website. If yeah. you do I think I'm just fussy because I see too many bad examples and I'm like, stop yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So make sure it's good. Make sure your landing page is good. Um, make sure that it looks like part of your website and that you can get to other parts of your website easily through your landing page. But so it's just a page on your website. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I do landing pages. Um, it's just another, I just create another page on my website. But if you don't know how to do that, it's totally fine. Just the the bottom line here is make it easy for them to redeem this offer that you're, you know, you're offering because if they don't, if they can't figure it out, they're just going to click out and then they're not going to purchase. So that's the bottom line here. Um, all right. So creating your ad, let's pretend that we're on the Facebook ads manager now and you see the button that says create ad. So let's start there. And I forgot to mention that I, there's going to be a little video in this blog post that I'll walk you through it. So it'll make more sense whenever you look at the video, but there'll be a button to start off that says create your ad. And then you're going to pick what you want to optimize for. So I like to start off by optimizing for traffic. And this is because whatever you optimize for, it's going to give you your, um, like whenever you optimize for traffic, it's going to show you how many links, how many link clicks that you get for your ad. And I think that that's a, um, a better way than optimizing for like purchases, because if you optimize for purchases, maybe not everyone who clicks the link is going to um, purchase. So it's just going to be harder to visually see how well your ad is doing whenever you're first starting off. So I would start by looking at traffic. And then after you select traffic, name your ad. This is important so that you can keep your ads. If you run several different ads, you can keep them organized. So name your ad. And then the fun part is creating your audience. So if you guys want to talk a little bit about niches, because I know that you guys talk a lot about that in almost all of your episodes, I hear you guys say something about it, but it really does make it so much easier to find clients whenever you have a niche, especially for Facebook ads, because we can get super specific with targeting on Facebook ads. So do you guys have anything to add in about your <laughs> well, I niche? Think I think we've exhausted our audience on niching. <laughs> we have. Let me do like the briefest possible explanation in case we've got anybody new who haven't listened to our niching podcast and webinar and all of the, the ranting we do about that. We are big advocates of choosing a specialty. That's all niche means is a specialty. Um, even if you will accept any client who calls you or schedules, a niche is a way to say, uh, to really stick out in people's mind to say, I'm a massage therapist and I specifically treat people with jaw and TMJD issues. 
or people with knee pain or people who have rotator cuff injury or people who have migraine or a niche can also be a modality like I, I strictly do uh, gua sha techniques or I strictly do uh, yo massage or I strictly do whatever, individual movement incorporated with massage, whatever. So it can be a thing you treat, a particular pathology you teach, uh, you treat, pardon me, or a particular technique you use. There are some other ways to go with that, but that's enough for us now. It is a way to direct your message so you are very clearly telling people who they should refer to you and if they should come to you themselves. That's my shtick. Yeah, awesome. So um, I think that if you don't have a niche yet, or maybe you have a couple of those things, it's really important when you're running an ad to only focus on one target demographic at a time. Because sure, you can run an ad that says, you know, I have this special deal for massages, and then you just run it to everyone in your location, you're not going to get as much interest as you would if you run an ad that's specifically targeted to runners or people struggling with sleep. And then you specifically talk about some of those things within that ad, you're going to get more people than you would if you're just doing a really broad um, demographic and broad ad. Um, so that's another, that's just an example of why it's important to find a specialty. All right. So let's, for the purposes of this add in, you can edit it, you know, to make it fit you, but I'm going to talk about, I'm going to pretend that this is a massage therapist in Portland, Oregon, whose target demographic is runners and hikers. We have a lot of runners and hikers here. So, um, I think that this is going to be a good population to target for this ad. And the way that we want to start off with is choosing our location. So the first thing that you're going to do when you're picking your audience is choosing the location. So you can type in the location of your business, and then you can open it up to a certain radius around your business. I think the smallest that you can do is a mile, and I think you can do up to 50 miles. For Portland, I personally wouldn't drive more than three miles, I think, for a massage. So, you know, maybe opening up to like three or five miles, but in smaller cities or different cities, you might do more or less. What do you guys think about that? It is absolutely location specific for me and my area and mm -hmm. my suburb. I think I do seven, I do up to 10 miles. Mm -hmm. And even that's a bit much. I probably would prefer like five to seven, depending on how much you can customize it. Right. But yeah, but in larger rural areas, it is, it, you know, people are used to driving an hour to get to something. So to open it up to 25 miles isn't a big deal. For me, to open up 25 miles includes Boston, which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's battling that traffic down from Boston. Right. So it's really regional specific. I agree. Right. All right. So basically, whenever you pick that area, it's only going to show your ad to people who live or work within that area that you've selected. So that helps narrow down your audience. And by the way, narrowing your audience is good. It's not bad. It's really good. So we want to get as specific as we can here. And then the next thing it's going to ask you to do is select your age range. You can also select male or female. So if you have uh, more of a male or female demographic, you can, you know, choose male or female. I usually just do all and then age range is, um, I would do maybe 18 to 55 just to start off with. Um, and you can always refine this later. After you run your ad, it will show you like what the ages that are working the best for you are. And it's usually for Facebook, I'd say around like 25 to 35 is the best um, age range that I've found. But it might be a little bit um, older for massage, um, therapy clients. What do you guys think with the age range? Again, like it, just like you said, so niche specific, but yeah, mm -hmm. I like your range. Yeah. And then these are all, this is just to start off for your first ad. We can narrow it down and get really specific after we see the results from this ad. And then for interest, which I think is the most fun part here is you can really take some time and go through all the different 
interests and behaviors here, I would select running as an interest, hiking, outdoor activities, speed walking, anything in that. And you can just type in a bunch of different things and see what comes up. But sticking with the same theme here, you can also target different groups. So if there's like a Portland running group, I think you can add, you can um, target those people too. So you can get really specific here. I would add um, maybe five to 10 different interests until your audience gets to a good size for the interests. And then for these, I don't think you really need to get as specific as finding moms with kids ages, you know, three to 10, unless that's your target demographic. And that's what the ad is specifically running to. But um, yeah, so that's the same area that you can find those um, interests. All right, and then next you'll choose the recommended placement. So this is what we talked about at the beginning, where this is where Facebook is showing your ad. So are you only wanting to show this in the Facebook newsfeed? Are you only wanting to show this on Instagram stories? Um, so this is where you can pick that. I usually recommend just doing the choosing Facebook recommended placement. So Facebook will just optimize for whatever's working out best. It will send it to all of the different placements. And if one is working better than the other, it will put more towards that placement. So unless you have a really specific ad that's um, a specific picture that only works well with Instagram stories or Facebook stories, I would just send it everywhere and let Facebook optimize for you. And then I recommend running this ad for five to seven days initially and spending about $5 a day just to test it out. So that's not that much money. It's like $30 to $35 that you will spend initially on this ad. So if you get even one person, like you're more than paying for the ad. And then after you've run it and see what works best for you, you can spend a lot more money as long as you know that this is an ad that's working. If it's not working, then we don't want to spend a bunch of money on it. All right, so now we're getting into the copy and the photos. And this is kind of the template that I like to use for the copy for Facebook ads. The first thing that you're gonna do is grab the audience. So you're gonna say something that's specific to the audience that you're working with. So if it's people located in Portland, hi Portland or attention Portland, and then you're gonna state the pain point. So what is the thing that these people are struggling with that's gonna get them to wanna to come to your business? So if you're working with runners and hikers, are they, you could start it off with attention Portland. Are you in search of a way to decrease your recovery time and prevent injuries? Next, you're gonna state your solution. An example, massage helps the body pump more oxygen and nutrients into tissues and vital organs, helping your body heal and prevent future injuries. After you state your solution, then sell your offer. So your business, let's call it Healing Body Massage, is offering three massages for only $200 for the first 20 people to sign up. So that's Putting a time limit or an amount on it will help people take action sooner. So maybe saying this offer is only good for three days or this offer is only good for the first 20 or 50 or 10 people who sign up. And then you'll want to have a call to action, which is something that they can do in order to redeem this. So click the link to go to the website and sign up or click the link to learn more. And I like using learn more than sign up because it's less um, of a commitment. They can learn more and they don't have to know that they're committing to sign up whenever they click the button. And we want to just make sure that it's really short, sweet, and to the point. Um, so yeah, I would just use this template grab the audience, pain point, solution, sell your offer, put a time limit on it, and then call to action. All right, so after you've written your copy, you can pick out some photos. So I like to just start with, there's lots of different things that you can do with Facebook ads. You can do photos, you can do videos, you can do a photo carousel that has like the multiple images on it. But whenever you're first starting out, I would just start with the photo, the one photo option, 
and then you'll pick about you can I think you can pick up to six different photos that you can use in the ad and then Facebook will run all of the different ads with those different photos and then it will show you which one is performing the best and then you can turn off the other one so that it's just showing the one that is performing the best since you don't know which photos are going to perform the best. I would try out three to five different photos to start off with. And, you know, this could change over time what people like to see. Or, you know, you might find something that's working really well and you use it every time that you run an ad. But for photos, I will say that stock photos don't usually perform the best um, because people will notice that it's a stock photo and they'll think, okay, this is an ad and they'll just glaze right over it. So if that's your only option, I know that a lot of massage therapists don't have pictures of them actually working in their practice and that you use stock photos a lot. What do, you, do you guys have a lot of photos of yourself working in your practice? So I, I have a handful, but actually that's something that we have realized is a problem. There aren't great massage stock photos out there. Right. They're super generic-y um, and with no diversity or real style. So we have actually, for our Blueprint Premium members, we actually have a library of stock photos um, from two separate photo shoots, shoots we've done over the last year. They're a little more realistic and feature oh, that's awesome. all kinds of diversity in the models and in like in the client models and also the therapist models. But so yeah, if you need some of those, become a premium member if you haven't already. Uh, but it, you know, it's always ideal to use pictures of yourself in lieu right. of that. Find the most realistic down home kind of pictures you can. Right. And I, that's, that's totally awesome. I would definitely check out those stock photos that they have because there really aren't that many great massage photos out there. And if there are stock photos out there, they're probably ones that are used on like Groupon and lots of other websites like that, where people are just going to recognize that it's an ad immediately and they're not going to even look at it. Yep. Um, so that's really good. Um, and so, all right, so I would pick about um, three to five different images, maybe one of a massage, maybe one of someone running, since you're talking about runners and might grab their attention. And then maybe one of yourself, even if you don't have one of yourself, like actually doing massage, maybe you just have like a headshot that sometimes those work really well. Um, so I would just try it out and see. And if, you know, it might work, it might not, who knows, but um, you're not really wasting money because you're just testing out a bunch of different ads and you're still spending $5 a day no matter what. All right, so after you've picked your images, you're going to add your URL. So whether that's taking them to your landing page or your homepage, you'll add that in. And then you can select what you want the button to say. If you want it to say sign up, learn more, there's a bunch of different options. I would just go with learn more. And then you're going to review and confirm. So I do want to mention one more thing about the stock photos stuff that we were just talking about. I don't want anything to prevent you from doing the ad like right now. Like I don't want you to say, oh, I'll wait until I can take my own photos of myself or I'll wait until I figure out my target demographic or until I get my website signed up. I wouldn't wait. Just do it. It's not, maybe it's not going to be as effective as it could be if you had all this other stuff, but it's still going to be effective and it's still going to bring people into your practice and bring people to your website. So don't let any of those things stop you from actually making this ad. You can do it today and it will take you maybe 30 minutes to set up your first one and then it will take you maybe 10 minutes after each time you do it, after you get the hang of it. Music to our ears. Our mantra is done is better than perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So I wanted to mention something because with what you're probably going to be promoting, if you're talking about certain types of pain or working with certain audiences, sometimes Facebook will not like that. They don't like it if you're... Um, if you talk about back pain and you're targeting people who are an, at an older age, um, it will sometimes, they have rules with their ads and it might be even with the images that you are using. So sometimes it'll say like your ad can't be approved 
And then it can be kind of hard to figure out why. So you might just edit your copy a little bit. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if it does happen, I just want you to know that it's normal. Sometimes the ads don't get approved and you might have to edit the copy a little bit. You might have to take down a picture or switch a picture with something else. It doesn't like pictures with text over it. Um, you can do a little bit of text, but I wouldn't do like, you know, a bunch of words on the picture. Facebook won't approve that. And if it does approve it, it won't, um, it won't show that photo as much as you want it to be shown. Um, so just be aware that your ad might not be approved. It might take some time to edit it until it gets approved, but that's okay. Um, but I just wanted you guys to be aware of that. And then after you run your ad, it's approved, it's going, I would check it maybe once a day. So you don't have to check it like every hour, every minute, just check it once a day, see how it's doing, check it again the next day. You're gonna run it for five to seven days initially. So, you know, just make sure that it's getting, if you're getting five to 20 clicks a day, I'd say that's good on $5 a day. If you're getting like zero clicks, then I would start over. But if you're getting even like five to 10 clicks a day, I think that's pretty good for um, a $5 a day ad. And then if you even are getting like one to two purchases after this week, I'd say that that's successful and that you should put more money on that ad. If you're not getting any purchases, you're not getting hardly any clicks, then try out something else before you put more money on that ad. But initially spending about $30 to test out the ad, if $30 gets you one to two to three clients, then that is awesome and you should put more money on that ad. And by more money, I think like $50 to $100 over a week's time would be good. All right, and then troubleshooting with the ads or things that you have, I think the first thing that you should do is just Google it because everyone else has had these problems too. So just Google it. I'm sure you'll find something. YouTube can be really good too with videos. I like to go to YouTube because I like to watch people do the stuff that I'm trying to do. Um, yeah, but I think that's pretty much all that I, I have. What do you guys, do you guys have anything extra to share? So I really, I agree with everything you've laid out. You've really made it um, very easy to understand. And one thing I want to kind of give you a, a shout out on is something that I'm really bad at, which is you simplified the process of tracking. It's really obvious, but I didn't think about it because I get so hung up in, oh, the tracking pixel and the conversion tracking and make sure you put the tracking URL so you can see when they, they make a book, booking online and it tracks the pixel and then it shows up in your Facebook. And yeah. you know, I like to, you know, I, I have this tech background, so I like to go in and make sure that my pixels register every conversion and every booking right in the Facebook interface so I can see the numbers there. But that's kind of beyond what most people can do right. in the system or their skill level. And you have the obvious solution of, yeah, just make a, an offer and a page that's only for your Facebook ad people. And if it comes from that landing page and that particular product or the service in your booking software, that was from the ad and that gives you your return on investment. So it's like so obvious. So thanks right. for simplifying something I made too complicated sometimes. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I think that, that that's awesome if you have the ability to do all that tracking or you have the ability to hire a company to do all that for you. But as someone who's running their own business and is the primary person who's giving the massages, you don't have time to do all that stuff. You just have time to make a basic ad, make it good enough so that it's actually going to work and you know track it as best you can, but not spending hours and hours trying to refine and do all the little tracking details that you can to make it perfect. If you have the money to spend, then just hire a company to do that. But we're talking about doing ads for yourself, for the business that you're running. And I don't want Facebook ads to be something that takes up your whole day. It should, you know, take less than 10 minutes a day for you to monitor these Facebook ads. Love it. Yeah, so I want to mention that I will do, I'll talk about um, the 
brand um, recognition ad. I'll do a, a sample brand recognition ad and a sample retargeting ad over on the Yo Massage blog. And then on the Massage Business Blueprint blog, they're going to have all of this information for you with links for setting up your pixel on different types of websites and all, everything I've talked about here. I'll also take you through a little short video tutorial on how to do this. So don't feel like this is the only information you need to write all this down. Just go to that blog post and everything's going to be there. Word. Thank you for walking us through this. And I'm excited to connect this podcast to the blog and the video that you, you've created. And I think it will give people a good picture of yeah, I think how so too. it really is accessible. It, it really is. Yeah, it is. Anyone can do it. It's easy. Like it might take some time to get the hang of it at first, but it's, it's effective too. And like if you're spending $30 and you get one person to buy a three um, massage bundle, that's a success. That's awesome. You're still making money. You're probably going to get this client long term. So um, yeah, it's, it's awesome. All right, Michael, anything else before we wrap up? No, I'm really impressed with how well Catherine laid this out uh, simply for everybody. And um, I'm grateful. You obviously know what you're doing. And thanks for sharing your knowledge. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. It's really nice to meet you. And I know that a lot of our yo massage therapists listen to your podcast. So if you're listening, hi. And check out our training and stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll definitely be doing a lot with yo massage in the future. So everyone, remember, you can go to massagebusinessblueprint.com slash yo massage, and you can use the code blueprint to get $50 off your next yo massage or your first yo massage training. So you can check out their schedule there at the website. And we'll have links to all of that in the show notes and the corresponding blog post and video. For now, that wraps us up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have a question you want us to answer or a guest you want us to interview, you can email us at podcast at massagebusinessblueprint.com and we will respond to your email. Even if you have a terrible idea, we'll respond and tell you that in a gentle way. Although <laughs> <laughs> I do have not gotten any emails with any terrible ideas yet. So thanks again for listening. Tell a friend about our podcast if you can do so and have a wonderful, productive, delightful day. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye.